Bracha is Daflamites continuing with the story that Rabbi Yochanan ate a very salty olive. The question is, how did he make a bracha achreina? In order to make a bracha achreina, you have to eat a shear of an olive size. But every olive has a pit, and therefore that olive that he ate was less than a shear. Says the Gemara, you must be talking about a very large olive. The shear of a kezayis is a medium olive. So even without the pit, it still had the shear of a medium olive. If you have two foods in front of you, one is a hadama and one is a shahako, you make the bracha of hadama first. Let's say they're both hadama in front of you. Just you like one of them more than the other, you must make the bracha on the one you like more. Says the Gemara's story, there were two tanoim, two talmidim, that were sitting in front of our kapara in the middle of the meal, and they brought out in front of them cooked cabbage. And that we had the whole discussion yesterday, what's the bracha on cooked cabbage? Is it a shahakal or hadama? They brought in front of them pargiot, which is partridge bird, the meat of a bird, and also durmaskin, which is mountain spinach. And Bakapara told one of Talmidim, go ahead and be us with the bracha. So he went ahead, he jumped ahead without asking questions, and he made the bracha on the meat. So his friend laughed at him. Bakapara was very upset at both of them. He said, I'm upset at you for laughing at your friend. Your friend did it because he likes meat more than anything else. And I'm upset at you for making the bracha on the meat. You should have asked me. I'm older than you. The Gemara says, in fact, both of these Tanaim were nifter that year. The Gemara says, but don't prove from this story that there's a machloikis what the halacha is in regard to cooked cabbage, which is cooked vegetables. Because it's possible to say that everybody holds that cooked cabbage is a shahakal. There's another question here. The machloikis between these two Tanaim was, when you have a situation, you have two foods in front of you. One, they both have the same bracha. The cabbage and the meat have the same bracha. But one you like more, you like the meat more. And one is more filling, the cabbage is more filling. Which one should you make the bracha on? The one that made the bracha on the meat, he held that you make a bracha on something that you love more. And the other one held you should make the bracha on the one that fills you up more. The one talks about their lide, the lifta. These are turnip heads that are uncooked. Ravuna says it makes a difference how thin you cut it. If they're very large pieces, it remains original form, and therefore you make a hadama. If you cut them very thinly, then it loses its form and it's a shahakal. Review this is not true. When you cut them very thin, you're doing so because you want to take out the sweetness, you want to make it sweeter and better, and therefore, in both cases, it's a hadama. Rav Kana says if you have a dish made out of beets, and it, has, it doesn't have that much flour in it, you make a hadama. What about a turnip dish that you do put a lot of flour in it? Says the Gemara, you don't make a mezanis on it because the flour is there only to bind the ingredients together. Gemara tells us that beet dish is really good for your heart, it's good for your eyesight, and it's good for your intestines. It says, Abayah, provided that you put it on the stovetop and you cook it until you hear the sound of tuch tuch. If you want to sound really smart, you can ask your family a trick question. They're going to know it's a trick question. What bracha do you make on vegetable soup? Just the liquid that comes out of vegetable soup. No chicken, no other ingredients, just vegetable. And the halacha is that it's ha'adama. It's exactly like the vegetable that it comes from. Not only that, the Gemara says, even dill, don't think that dill is there to remove foul odor, it's there to impart good flavor, as the Gemara brings, that if you, once you put dill into liquid, and it imparts its flavor, you're no longer over on eating truma, if the dill is truma, and it no longer is makabal tuma, we view the dill itself as just a piece of wood, because it already imparted its flavor. So you see that it has flavor to impart. The Gemara brings... A three-way machlaikas, when do you cut bread? At what point of the bracha do you cut the bread? Mar Baravashi, uh, Rav Chia Barashi says 
that if you have a very tough piece of bread and you want to be able to eat it, so you soak it in water. By soaking it in water, you create a situation that it's as if it's cut. And you make the bracha afterwards. That means that Rav Chia Barashi holds that you can make a bracha after the bread is completely cut. Rav Chia himself holds that you should make the bracha, you should cut the bread at the end of the bracha. And it's as if you made the bracha on a whole bread. Rav says that's not true. Since you cut it right before you finish the bracha, it's as if you made the bracha on broken bread. Therefore, says Rava, and that's how we pass in La Halacha, you make the bracha, you, you cut the bread after you make the bracha. And that brings us to Ahmed Beis. What happens if you have in front of you a choice of two breads? One is a small, whole roll, let's say, and the other one is a large piece, but it's broken. Ravuna says, you make the bracha on the broken bread. It's more important, it's more chashev, and therefore, even though the other one is shalom. Rav Yechanan says, you make the bracha on the whole one. The Gemara brings that the Tana came and said, what you should do is, and Amari said, take both of them together. Take the broken one and put it under the whole one, and like this, you'll be able to both shitas. Rav Nachman Yitzchak said, that's amazing. He asked the guy, what's your name? And he said, my name is Shalman. He said, your Torah is whole shalom, and you make shalom between Rav Huna and Rav Yechana. The Gemara says, this case of a broken bread and a whole bread is not similar to the case that we have at Truma, where the halacha is that if you have a large half an onion, which tastes better than a small whole onion, you should give the half onion as Truma. Everybody holds that. The Machlechus is, in a case where there's no kain around, and if you designate, you put aside the half an onion, it's going to go to waste. So what Madonna holds, you set aside the whole smaller onion, and review this says, no, you always separate and designate the better one, the more chashu one, even if it will go to waste. If you have a broken piece of bread that's made out of wheat, wheat flour, and a whole bread that's made out of barley flour, the halacha is you make the bracha on the broken wheat, because wheat is more chashu than barley, as it says in the Pasuk, Eretz Chita Usa'ira. Chita comes before barley. Marbereder Avino is the one that said before, we mentioned before, that you could do both of them together. And therefore, on Pesach, Rav Papa says on Pesach, everybody holds that you take the broken matzah and you put it underneath the whole matzah and that's how you make Hamaiti. Because in Pesach, there's the concept of Lechemaini, poor man's bread. And when you do so, it shows as if you are breaking off from the broken piece of matzah, which poor people usually have broken bread. Rabbi Abba says that on Shabbos you need to have two chalas lechem mishnah, and Ravashi saw that Rav Kahana cut only one out of the two breads. Rabbi Zera says, according to Rashi, Rabbi Zera would cut a very large piece of challah, and he said he doesn't, he doesn't look like a rafton, like a chazer, like a fresser. Because everybody knows that during the weekday, he would have a smaller piece. It was only the covet Shabbos that he made, a large piece. Other Rishonim learn that Reb cut both pieces, both chalas. Reb and Ravasi, and this is the last halacha for today, when they would get chala for an Eruv, they would make Hamoiti, if they had a choice of different chalas, they would use the Eruv chala, because the Eruv chala already had one mitzvah in it, it had the Eruv in it, it's better to do two mitzvahs out of one chala, than to use a chala that, was never, that never had a mitzvah done with it, have a wonderful day.